Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's episode. My name's Jamika and you're listening to It's Kinda Crazy. This week, the lovely Eloise Harpish joins me. I was very lucky to squeeze in some time with her while she was briefly back home in Australia. Eloise is a professional dancer who now resides in LA. She's currently touring with a Cirque du Soleil show, The Illusionists. Uh, and we sat down and we had a really great chat. We talked about when she knew it was time to make the move to the US to pursue dancing, booking the Grammys as her first job after she moved, working on the Elvis movie with Baz Luhrmann, what a cattle call audition is really like in LA, a day in the life living overseas, and just all things dance. Um, so without further ado, let's get into it. And I hope you guys enjoy. Yeah, this cat's a really easy cat. Mine's been the one in LA. My one in LA. Because I'm asleep on it. Oh, how long have you been living there now? Two years. Wow. It's two years this March. And I'm going back. I'm actually going back this year. The first day of, like, the day one that I got there two years ago. So I'm just like, what is it with me? I think I just chased the summer here. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll be here for the summer and then I leave. Because I feel like. Our summer and their summer is so different. I've, every time I've been there for summer, I feel like it's like so, so, so hot. It's a different it's, kind of hot. Yeah, it's like a dry hot, less humid hot. Yeah. It's like tropical. Very but, um, different. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I love coming here for the summer and then going back. There and then going summer. back. And January, February in LA is pretty quiet, entertainment-wise. Yeah. Like it's now all the shows, like Grammys are on this weekend. Yeah. But there's no auditions or anything for it. It's just all direct books. So I'm just, just like, happened. whatever. Because I was going to bring up, like you brought it up now, so I'm mm. going to ask, but... Two years ago? To use the Grammys? Yeah, it was my first gig when I went to LA. What? Yeah. I got down two weeks in, got the email. They were like, hey, can you submit for J Balvin? And I was like, yep. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and there I we can. are. I mean, I was fully covered and there was like 60 of us on stage. But first oh, job, the Grammys, there. I was like, at least I know there's more opportunity out here. So That's a good, it's good like boost to start with. You're like, I can work here. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's possible. We can That's do it. That's wild. That's a crazy yeah, first job. Crazy first job. I would definitely like to do it again for a different artist. Um, I just auditioned for Jay Balvin for Coachella and he's wow. touring. So we'll see how that goes. You're like, hey, remember me? Yeah, I'm like, hey, remember <laughs> me? Even though my face was covered. But yeah. um, What went yeah. into the like prep for that performance? So we the Grammys were held in Vegas at the time. So we had to all drive to vegas fun here's the thing about the arts they either book you as a local or uh, you get paid to come so because there were so the many mass, industry right yeah it's not always that you're a local and you have to pay your own way there or whatever but i think just because it was so many performers they were like look yeah we can't pay for 60 people to be in a hotel which they probably could they probably could have the Grammys, right so we all had to get to vegas we had five days of rehearsals in vegas Wow. With this choreographer that was like, where was he from? His name was Sadek Wolf. I don't know where it was. Somewhere in Europe. Yeah. And um, there was no lower body choreography. It was all arms. It was all upper body. We were in like a tiered seating thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. And so all of us dancers were like, oh. we're not used to this. Like <laughs> eight hour rehearsal day sitting down, just learning arm choreography, which wow. was a challenge in itself, but it was cool to do something different. Fun to change it up. Yeah, so we did five days of that, and then we did a tech rehearsal, and then the show. Wow. Yeah. Like, did you get to watch much of the show, or are you kind of just there for your performance and then you're out? Yeah, they're really strict with security yeah. and timing, and because there's so many celebrities there as well. Yeah. Like, 
like I was dancing to Lady Gaga. Like I was like, I'm just staring at Lady Gaga while I'm dancing. It was so cool. That's wild. But I also was driving back to LA that night. So I finished oh, the performance, jumped in a car, so drove good, four hours what, home. Four hours? Four hours. Nice. If you don't stop. Yeah. yeah. Is that because you're like, I'm not going to pay for accommodation here? Yeah. Again. We were already doing that and I just wanted to get home to my apartment and yeah, beat the sure. traffic of the next day, you know? So, of everyone else leaving the Grammys. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. But I wanted fun time. to ask about LA, yeah. obviously the move over to there i know la itself as a place can be a bit like dodge oh, a bit dodge <laughs> yeah it is dodge <laughs> it's probably a good way to describe it but in terms of opportunity for arts like it's definitely like yeah. that's the place to be it's the hub yeah it's you understand this whole hollywood dream people talk about yeah it's like take away the old version of like the 1920s and 30s of what you think it is it's actually that yeah it's very much that everything's old school everybody's hustling everybody's working really hard everybody's doing things under the table like i'm not going to sugarcoat yeah it's the industry so it's like you get there you go through the mud to then come out on the glamorous side yeah but la as itself is not a not a great place it's very man-made like there's nothing natural about it i say it's very rare to actually find somebody who was born and raised in la yeah, wow. in Los Angeles. They've all come there. Everyone's immigrants. <laughs> everyone's there to make their dreams come true. So it's just like you do what you can yeah. to make it. Because it sounds so cliche, but it is like it is just a pool of opportunity. Yeah. In terms of like everything stems from there. Everything. Entertainment. Yeah. All the studios are there. All the rehearsal studios are there. Choreographers live there. Directors live there. Like yeah. they've got directors' row. So it's just like one director and they're like all their houses are just side by side from each other. So it's like. It's You're cool just to go walking see. up and down that street. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're locked off. You can't get in there. Oh, but it's it's definitely I guess, um, what's the word? Enchanting. Yeah. Like you're going, oh, this is what I see in the movies and this is what it looks like to put your blood, sweat, and tears into something. <laughs> You're like, Yeah, legit, we're bleeding on the floor. Like, yeah. okay. But um it's 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 hard work like i said before it's not for the faint-hearted that's for sure you have to know that you're getting yourself into something ugly to then yeah. come out on the other side so. and i guess it kind of weeds out the people that aren't made for it in a yeah. way yeah you know? a lot of people will get a rude awakening coming for sure yeah you're going i have a dream i'm going to get there and you're just going to go oh god it's not for me anymore or maybe i need to try something else or because yeah. there is so many people so many well, there's people. like in LA, is there like twelve million? I have no idea million? what the population of LA is. It's, but I don't it's know ridiculous. I, want to know. I think it's like it's it's many many millions. Yeah, in that tiny. Yeah, she's crammed. She is. Crammed. She's really crammed. But I mean, props to everybody who does yeah. make it because you just see it and you just go, okay, I see the hunger you have and you deserve it. Everybody who makes it deserves it. Yeah, so totally. They put in really the work. Cool. Yeah, for sure. What point did you get to here where you were like? okay, that's where I need to be. Because I feel like... <laughs> that's good. That's a good question. Yeah, don't you reckon? Yeah. Because I feel like here, as sad as it is, there's probably only so many opportunities for professional dancers before you have to go somewhere else. Yeah. The first thing I realised was I felt old here, <laughs> but then I was so young over, over there. there. Like, I'm still... I'm working with dancers over there that are in their late 30s, early 40s. Wow. Like, it's pretty incredible just... The limitations of what you can do did that change your perspective on it because i feel like sometimes there might be the misconception with people and it might be true i don't know that mm-hmm. you can only have that career for so long yeah you get told that yeah right. I, I mean you get told that here that's where i learned that yeah. but over there nobody says that 
Yeah, well. Over there, it's if you can do it and your body's functioning, go. If you take care of yourself and you can keep going, go. Yeah. Like, nobody will not be booked just because you're over a certain age. If you're good. Yeah, if you're you're good, good. that's it. So, and yeah, experience is an enticing thing over there. So, you want to actually be a bit older, a bit wiser. Like, it's enticing for a director and choreographer to have somebody who's that professional. Yeah. But um, here, it was definitely, I had, mm, look. I love, I absolutely adored my career here. It yeah. built me to who I am today as a dancer. But I did get to the point of saying, how many of times can I do the same job? Yeah. So it was starting to become less exciting for me mm-hmm. and more of a, I know what's coming up. Am I going to get the email that I got the job? I was yeah. getting complacent with the whole, I'm expected to do that job. I know I'm going to get the email for that job. And it became more for me, work rather than my passion yeah and I was going oh I just want to be better like I want to do you know very grateful I did Dua Lipa for the Arias here back in 2019 I'm like that's when she started to blow up and I was like oh my god we did Sam Smith for Mardi Gras like it was we were getting the international artists which were kind of our highest caliber of a job here yeah but they were always a one night job and then that's it. And then that's it. You're like, okay, now I'm back at Cronulla Beach laying in the sun. <laughs> like it's ready where, for next year. <laughs> yeah. Where can I get this on an extreme level? Where yeah. can I get this in a long term contract? You know? And I was just like, America. La la land. La la land. <laughs> and it's true. You yeah. get there and it's like Grammys was the first job. And you hear about these A-list celebrities just working all the time. You know, Taylor Swift just came out with her tour. The auditions were held in LA. Like, yeah, we just do not have the bigger opportunities here in Australia. So yeah. it's like, if you do really love what you do, you, I was like, how can I be better? You know? Yeah. So you just go get knowledge somewhere else. Which is so good. Because I feel like a lot, you see a lot of dancers go down the like cruise ship route mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with like that seems like all. the best time yeah great <laughs> financial choice too yeah, yeah, yeah great stability choice wow yeah because yeah, they go for like months on end mm-hmm. um mm. but you were one of the few that i'd seen from here that had like really gone down like a different Ditched it yeah, yeah. it's like not gonna <laughs> did you ever do the boat i got offered two contracts straight yeah. out of um my full-time dance here yeah. when i was 18 wow and my agent at the time gave me the advice that I needed at the time. And it was don't go on the ship. Yeah. And that's because the industry was kind of booming here. We were having like X Factor, yeah. The Voice, The Masked Singer. There was a few more artists coming about. Um, so for me, wanting to be a commercial backup dancer, as you would say, yep. it was don't put me on a ship to then be lost. Yeah. Okay. But now it's almost a bit different where there's not actually that much work. And I'm only going to speak for Australia right now. For sure. There's not that much work here. So it's, I would advise pre-professional dancers or professional dancers to get on a ship to one, travel the world and gain culture. Yeah. Two, build financial stability to then take the risks you need as a performer. And three, dance every day. (laughs) Like that's what the ship is. So it is a win-win, but cruise ships have definitely changed. The caliber of talent on the ships is much higher because the caliber of talent coming up is much higher. Yeah. Back when they offered it to me, I was like, ships are lame. I don't (laughs) want to do that. No way. But now it's like, they're, they're pretty amazing shows. So it's like, go for it. Absolutely. I would consider doing one later. 
you know, yeah. as my last ever dance gig, earn some money and travel the world. Great way to travel. Yeah. So every, like some of the people that I follow and I just see them, I'm like, wow, you just look like you're having the best time. That's what I mean. It's a giant vacation to get paid for it. Like, yeah. why not? Why not? Do yeah. it. That's a good That's point. Good. Like the stability of income. Cause in like your industry or like film, my industry, just arts in general. Totally. It's like stability is not really a big kind of yeah. thing for a lot of people, but how did you kind of navigate that moving over there? Because especially when you don't have the connections perhaps that you would have had here. Yeah. Because as we said, there's a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tricky one. Yeah. I um, I won't lie. I work my ass off. Yeah. Um, even prior to getting a visa to going over to America, in between the gigs I was doing here, I was teaching dance six days a week. I also wow. had a retail job. So there was a point in my life for maybe three years I was working seven days a week and that's just because even though I didn't know I was going to be moving overseas subconsciously I just knew there was more for me yeah so I wanted to I guess subconsciously I didn't know what I was working towards whether it was investing in a property here in Australia or going overseas or I don't know starting a family like whatever it is I knew there was something that I wanted to work towards yeah so I just worked all my side hustle jobs and a lot of people think like dance teaching is just it's the be all or end or you're either a dance teacher and that's it but I'm like no you can be a performer and a dance teacher at the same time so for me it was a win-win of um I guess compiling my passion with my job and then I mean the hours accumulate and I just made sure that I had a good enough savings to make the move over there again very honest it has so quite significantly declined <laughs> since living in America, it's but it's the risk that I was willing to take and yeah. I knew what I was getting myself into. So I'm also not shocked by it, Yeah, but you can't just bank on taking such a big risk and not knowing the consequences of it if you don't financially support yourself. So it's like, I made sure that I wasn't taking a very naive step of just going over there because I wanted to and then Gonna hoping my it. parents would help. Like, no, I'm – and I know some people are in different boats, but – Yeah, of course. For me, it was work hard here, make enough to then go. And, I mean, part of the visa is they ask you how much money you have, money you have because they're going to deny you if you don't have enough because then you're not going to be um, reliable for their country. Yeah. So it's like I just did a lot of research and knew how much I needed to have to at least move over there and sustain myself for the first two years. Yeah, okay. And so you just have to be have your wits and your smarts about you. And be but, prepared. And be prepared. And if that's yeah. something you can't handle, then maybe it's not for you. <laughs> you try something different. <laughs> but, yeah, just be prepared, prepared for the days you're going to cry and you're going to have to eat eggs and noodles for a night. <laughs> like, we all do it. We're in the arts. It's nothing to be ashamed of. You Everyone know? does it. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm an advocate. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it's so true. It's, it's a tricky industry, but I think, you know, everyone who's in it loves it. Yeah. And that's why they're there. It's addictive. Because it's very, yeah, yeah it has its, has its lows. Yeah. Like we, the film industry had strikes recently. I don't know if that affected Strike your... Strikes? Yeah. Big don't know if that time. affected your work much, but... Yeah. Yeah, big time. I mean, we, a lot of dancers want to work on film too. So it's yeah. like... Oh, yeah, A of lot course. of everything stopped. Um, live shows were stopping too because people didn't know where things were going to lead. Yeah. Um, yeah, it did. It did big time. But I, um, um, uh, fortunately for me, I joined a... Cirque du Soleil company called The Illusionists. Wow. It's a magic show. So I had that going on on the side, which took me around the world during the strike. So that I was very awesome. lucky. I was dancer and dance captain on that. So 
How good cool. is that? Yeah. All around my, the States? Yeah, I did. I just finished a North America tour. We went to Saudi Arabia last August and then I did a two-month Mexico run at the start of last year. And I'm actually heading to Paris next week for them. Oh, my so gosh. It's been a really good job to be able to still dance on stage. Yeah. But it's not run by the union, so it didn't get affected, which oh, was really that's cool. that's great. Yeah. Do you get to uh, see all the like other magic tricks ruined for you? I mean, I am the magic trick. You are the magic so trick. I now know how they're done, but I'm still excited about That's it. I'm so like a little cool. kid in a candy store. I'm going, really, really, That's really? That's how it goes. Yeah. I was like, I went and saw uh, Beauty and the Beast the other day with my oh, mom, yeah. and this was like the smallest of like a stage trick. And I, I heard st- there was some magic in that show. Well, there's somebody said the kid. The kid. Yeah. He plays Chip. And yeah. he's like in a trolley table, like his head's popping out of it, mm-hmm. but you can't see under the table. And I was like right down the front. Yeah. Me and my mom are sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, how how does that happen? It's like see straight under it. I, I could tell like, you, but I won't. No, yeah. I, it keeps the <laughs> keep you know, magic alive. Keep the magic. Because literally the whole show, every time he came on stage, I was like, yeah. looking. That's like, the fun of it. it. And it that's is. the reactions that I love from our audiences. I'm yeah. like, oh, I love my and job. And you'd see that every night. Every like, night. Oh, yeah. so cool. That's great. That's not, uh, I feel like that's not a typical uh, job that you would be like, oh yeah, I think. that's what you would do no I um when I got the email for the submission I was I was at the point it was my first year being in LA so I was like I have to say yes to everything yeah and I also want to say yes to everything give it to me so they emailed me like a couple weeks after submitting and when it's a submission it just might be like one dance video and then a photo and then they came back to me and they're like Eloise they really like you you've got the job and I was like oh great and I uh, Seriously, I thought it was a two-day job. Oh I, re- I read the contract so wrong. I was like, oh, I've got a two-day job, this magic show thing, like so easy, <laughs> great. And then my partner at the time was like, Eloise, it's a two-month job. Oh my, my first gosh. contract was two months. And I was like, oh, I misread that. Like, but it was definitely a left-of-center job. I never yeah. in a million years thought I would be honing in the skills of another element of art yeah um meaning magic like I was like this is really cool and I have a really high respect for magicians and the work that they put into their craft because it's like a singer an actor a dancer we all do the same thing and yeah it's it's really hard to um there's not much gray area around magic for you to mess up so it's it's a high pressure high pressure situation yeah and I love that yeah and I like the responsibility I remember my first opening night I um nearly revealed something to the audience (laughs) and I was like oh my god and like in dance you run off stage compose yourself and come back so I did that yeah and they were like Eloise in magic you can't do that you have to stay on the stage and make because then people think you do something and I was like no. I was just learning so much, but I was so excited to be doing something completely different Yeah, to just dance. It's so a, it's cool to bring the worlds together. For sure. Yeah. And to have another skill like that, that might come in handy for something else. Hey, it makes me laugh. Girl. <laughs> I'm like, that's I'm the girl that gets chopped in half. It <laughs> oh makes gosh. me laugh. I'm like never in a million years would I have thought wow. that I'd been That's iconic. World. Everyone yeah. knows that magic so cool. trick. No one knows how it's done. Can't tell you. Secrets of the trade. <laughs> Secrets awesome. same with me. Was there a kind of goal with like types of jobs you went over? It was backup oh, yeah. dancing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, backup dancing I've done my whole life. So technically yeah. if you say it that broad, tick, I've done it. Yeah. Like big whoop. It's the contracts that I'm looking for. So yeah. my goal now is to create the connections that take time. Yeah. You know, when I was here in Australia, people knew who I was. There's no auditions in Australia because the pool's so small. They're small so and they just know everyone. Everyone just yeah. knows everyone. You know, we haven't seen each other in how long and you still know my journey. Like, For sure. It's cool. It's really cool. But in LA, it's, it's much more... Um, spread out so you have to work 10 times harder to create the connections with people 
yeah. like, pool of people. And so after two years, people are still looking at me going, Eloise, you're really fresh. <sighs> and I'm going, I've been here for two years. I've been <laughs> Sorry, like, what? Do, yeah. But it's, you know, some people that have been there for over a decade now just get booked by choreographers that they want to be because wow. – it takes a time it takes a long time for somebody to trust you in our industry yeah and talent is just not needed in LA because it's everywhere Literally no choreographer everywhere. no director no producer looks at somebody and holds an audition for their talent they yeah. already know everybody that walks in the room is going to be amazing yeah so they're looking for the people that stand out personality wise and that's a hard job to not sit in an interview room with somebody or have a conversation and just move in front of them you're going like how can I let this person trust me mm. if I'm not having a conversation with them so that's the kind of time that's what takes time is building the oh I've seen this girl in my auditions eight times now maybe I should give her a crack yeah it's that window that you wait for because you like to stand out and again like you said without being able to talk to someone face to face and like show them your personality just to be able to do it through dance yeah when they've got hundreds of yeah people coming through and they've also got hundreds of people in their mind already, already. that they're friends with that they've worked with yeah so it's like what makes you pop out Why of the you? crowd yeah when I've <laughs> never met you before like it makes sense yeah totally you know it's it's just kind of like rough sometimes you know you're like, yeah come and on I, I know if you gave me a chance I could do it totally yeah. but you can't stand there and no. say that to them because <laughs> exactly. then they're gonna be like you're desperate and crazy like, like I take it back yeah so it's just like now my next step is I know I can keep up with the dancers in LA I know I can be booked with the dancers in LA it's let's start creating those connections that they can pick up the phone and ask for me yeah. Rather than putting myself in the cattle call auditions of a thousand women at a time. Like, yeah. What are the, you've, I bet you've done a few of those. Oh, yeah. They're traumatizing. Oh, my gosh. They're so traumatizing. The first one I ever did was for Lady Gaga. Um, wow. I was number 410 or something. And I had waited. It was a two day audition, two days because the second day was the callback. Um, and the first day I waited outside on the street for eight hours. Before you got in? Before I got in. And went in at like 9 p.m. at night, learnt the combo, did it straight away. No warm-up, no nothing. Like that's the way an audition works. Yeah. Um, and then I just got told, yep, come to the callbacks the next day. I was like so excited. I was like, yes, yes. I made to the callbacks. Get there the next day, 500 women are left out of 800. And you're just going, oh, oh my, my God. Um it's stressful. You don't get a, it's not a job. So you don't get a lunch yeah. break. You don't, if you run out of water, good luck. If you didn't bring snacks, that's your fault. If you didn't bring oh. sunscreen, that's your fault. If you're sweating through your outfit, you have to stay in it because you can't risk changing it and then forgetting who you are. Like if you yeah. lose your headshot, your fault, like it's a really, really high pressured experience. Um, I made it to the last round of women, which is really cool. It's like wow. top 30 girls. Um, Congrats, it's very exciting. Thank you. It's awesome. It's awesome because you get this hope of like, oh my God, I could get this dream job or I've just made it through this many people. Yeah. Like surely there's something in me that keeps me there, sure. which is what I'm learning to tell myself. And that's the things um, that keep you going though, like that. that. It's Yeah, it's that. But you can only do that so much before you start breaking down. Like I won't yeah. lie. It's very, that was very much the two years to me I did. And you I'm so grateful balance. and so honored to get to the end of yeah. most, like 99% of the auditions I did, I got to the end. 
and then you just wait for the phone call and waiting for the phone call is the hardest part. It's the worst. It's to be patient and then you don't want to bug your agent by asking them, have you heard, have you heard, have you heard? Like yeah. it's if you're that person, you're going to know, you know? So this year we're taking on patience. Yes. But those cattle calls, have, uh, again, they're very difficult. A lot of people choose just not to go because it's a, it's a needle in a haystack. Yeah. It is absolutely a needle in a haystack. So it's either you go and you're the one that stands out, but the majority of the time they could be looking for two people out of a thousand women. And I'm only saying women because there's a male call on top of that. There could be right, a private call on top of that. Like Lady Gaga had a private call too. So she had the two-day cattle call and then people that she already knew or requested to see could go in for a, a private audition. So then it's like an ego hit of like, well, why am I even here if you're having yeah. – there's all there's all these mental games you have to play with it too. But cattle calls are good for the experience, mm. good to tick it off the list. It very much happens in the movies, standing <laughs> on the side of the street with your resume. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's going to be me. Um, but I hope they don't come around that often, oh. let's just say that. Yeah, good to try. Good to try. There's been a couple that I did, so I'm like, Meh. tick. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to say no though. I always say I'm not going to this one, and then I end up in the room with my friends. <laughs> anyway. Dragging yourself down the street. It's like a good social catch up. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, eight yeah. hours on the street. Yeah, you're like, hey, girl, what you doing? <laughs> good <Yeah>. company. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. What is a what's a week or a day? I guess when you're not booked on a job, look like like what oh, are the yeah. things you're kind of. I, I love that. I One of my things about living overseas is living overseas. I, yeah. I want to not forget that I'm in another country and, and, and gain the experience it. that I can. So um, it will consist of me doing laundry in my apartment, yes. <laughs> going to my favorite coffee shops, journaling, catching up with friends. Um, I love my independent time. Yeah, I'm a sucker for Trader Joe's. It is the grocery wow. store over there and I love it. What would you compare it to here? <laughs> um, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's. Like an independent produce market, maybe. Like, because for me, Ralph's over there is like Woolworths over here. That's like very commercialized supermarket. But over there, their supermarkets are tiered. So it goes like Ah. Trader Joe's is on the bottom. Really? But it's, for me, it's really small. Like you'd find it out in the country or something here. Like Kind of like an little, IGA maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe like an IGA, a bit smaller. Okay. Yeah. But then you've got like Whole Cute. Foods and Erewhon, which are like... We went to Erewhon when we were there. <laughs> That's just an ego Literally. place. <laughs> You're like, why am I paying $11 for eggs? Absurd. Like, not, yeah. I, I always see the, the like smoothies, you know, someone like oh, Hayley yeah. Bieber will do a smoothie. $22. And it's like $22. Let's do the conversion, like 35 Australian dollars for a, for a smoothie. smoothie. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. We walked around. It was more for the experience. I was like, wow, this is exactly. great. But that's the thing. It's a, it's a hierarchy. The supermarkets oh, are a hierarchy. Which is so absurd. <laughs> I know. But um, I yeah, I just like... I'll do it. I'll do like a coughing and brunching is great. Yeah. In LA. We love that. And I also surf. So I'll wow, take my board down good. to Venice and go for a swim. But if I have no work in that week, yeah. it's just, yeah, it's loving my apartment and having friends so over good. and cooking dinner for myself and going to the gym and going to watch a movie or going to the yeah. Grove or the Americana and going to the like outdoor love to hear that. Yeah. It's just, it's just experiencing that country for what it is that's what my time off yeah. is for me because so. i think it's easy to forget to do that you do yeah i mean i hit the ground running i was like <laughs> i was like this little devil child of like i just need to be in every dance class i need to go to every audition and then no time, like, no so time. what's your favorite place around your home and i was like oh oh i, I was like i didn't even know there was a mountain over the there like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's just being hu- doing the human things yeah. and not feeling guilty for it. That's for sure. What, that's what a week off would be like. Have you adjusted me. to the coffee? Um, I've actually found some good coffee shops. Nice. We found some places that do like Colombian coffee or they can, they know how to make a latte. So I avoid the black coffee altogether. Mm. Um, I don't drink coffee, but every time I go there with people who do, it's like, if you look hard enough, you can find good coffee shops. So that wasn't a problem. Okay. Especially in LA, I imagine. Yeah. For sure. Some places though, like when we're in the mountain in the snow, no chance. Oh yeah. That would be a little bit different. (laughs) You aren't getting They don't have their espresso machine. Good hot chocolate. Good hot chocolate. Swiss Miss. Swiss Swiss Miss. Miss. Have you ever had that? No. Oh, I don't know if it's American or if it's Canadian or something. I get it at Costco. Oh, I mean, it's probably in Costco. I don't have a Costco membership, but hot tub of like hot chocolate powder and it's got little marshmallows in it. I bring Milo back. Yes. I get my mum to send me Milo. Oh yeah. (laughs) What are the things you miss? Uh, Milo. Well, honestly, home cooked meals for sure. But if we're talking like materialistic ollie things <laughs> tim tams yes tim tams milo hague's chocolate frogs hague's chocolate frogs so random very random but my favorite chocolate and i can't get in america wow so i love that and then what else do i like That's how different are the beaches know. hey look a beach is a beach a beach is a beach very yeah different. theirs is just the sand is different that's the main thing i think I feel like every time I was in LA, the sand was like Where dirty. did you go? <laughs> like uh, Huntington, like down. Oh, that should be good. Huntington, like Manhattan. Not bad. Should be nice, Just compared but... to here, I was like, yeah. wow, this is super different. Yes. Here is, we take care of our country here. We're, mm. we're good like that. Over there, they are a little more careless, so you're going <laughs> to yeah. see it. But if you go to Venice, it's going to be different from Malibu, different to Long Beach. Like yeah. the further up, is it up or down? Hold on. Down, oh. I want to say down, like towards Laguna Beach, like mm-hmm. as if you're going to San Diego. Yeah, okay. It gets nicer towards Mexico. <laughs> towards Mexico, it gets nicer. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I do find that if I just want to have a nice beach day, I'll hit Malibu up. It's yep. a little less trashy. But Venice is very touristy, so it's like I'll take the board yeah. there, and that's about it. Did you take up surfing over there? No, I did it here actually. So I did surfing for sport at Cronulla High. Yes. Loved it. Wasn't good at it. I'm not great at it, but oh. well enough to catch a wave and be on my own out there. Yeah. But um and then when uh I was just having summers off here, I, I bought a board here and started hanging out. And then when I went to California, I was like, I should have my own board, honestly. Yeah. So um yeah, my partner and I at the time we just do like the six AM runs and go catch so the waves good. and it's, it's just so good. nice. It's so nice to get in the ocean. It feels like home. When you're in the yeah. water, you don't think about what country you're in. You're, you're just, just out like, there I'm in the water. Back at the shore. Yep. Like, could be anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So That's it's like so an outlet good. too. It's cool. Yeah. You gotta have those things to like oh God, absolutely. break up the time. For yeah. sure. A little bit back on the dance, but mm. I was gonna say, having worked in that industry for quite a while now, is mm. there like a best thing about it for you and most challenging thing about it for you oh for sure I think that comes with any industry honestly yeah everyone would have their own yeah it's the best thing about my my industry is oh I want (laughs) to say like it's hard to get past when you make it a job because when when you're in the arts for a hobby you just see the joy in the light in it and there's no pressure but when you choose to go down the path of making it your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's hard to stay focused on why you do what you love. But for me, it's the fulfillment. It's the, you know, when I get to put on a full face of makeup and get on stage and have that moment of like, holy shit, like what? this is what I'm doing. Like yeah. 
that's for me it's like it's a it's a unique job Mm. it's not a desk job it's not a nine to five it makes all the blood sweat and tears that I've put into it make it worthwhile so for me it's like the end result is what I work towards yeah and that's the best part about it it's the fulfillment you get from completing that show or that artist contract or that tv commercial or that music video when you see the final product it's like oh my god that's so cool yeah you know one day i look at myself moving i go one day i'm gonna show my kids that like it's cool and then the worst part would just be the pressure i think how hard artists are on themselves and you know the the pedestal we put ourselves on to be the best is like it's hard to not compare yourself and it's hard to like stay mentally strong sometimes and believe in yourself so it's the mental game that I think the worst part would be but then the like yeah the the twinkle lights and the glow and your name in the lights like that's the fun part about it that's why we do what we do seeing yourself on tv or like it's cool yeah did you was there ever a point where you're like "Mm, do I pursue this as like yeah yeah I mean we're only human for sure we're only human I I had those thoughts when I was here going through my first visa yeah. just like how hard it was to get a visa I was I was that's like, enough to like knock someone back yeah just... and mine was it was look I wasn't the only one but I was applying for mine during COVID so it was it was uh, 10 times harder in a, in, a, in a world that was unknown at the time you know yeah I was like what am I getting myself into like is this even worth Should it I... I could just stay here and do the same gigs over and over and over again and get the money and live a happy life like, yeah why am I doing this to myself? This is crazy. You know, and even over there, there's been moments where I won't lie. I call my mum crying and I'm like, this shit is hard. I'm like, I'm not good enough or they didn't pick me for this. But again, that's, it's normal. It's yeah. so normal. So it's, yes, I did have times where I questioned it, but I never once acted on that. So mm. that's enough for me to go like, Eloise, you've got shit to do. Just keep yeah. going. Have the breakdowns. You're going to get Just past have them. Yeah. Everyone has them, right? Yeah. They're just exactly. part of life. It is a part of life. It keeps you healthy and it keeps you strong and it keeps you reminded of why you are doing what you're doing. Yeah. So it's those days of me going, of my mum looking at me going, Eloise, quit. If you don't want to do it, <laughs> nobody's stopping you. And then that lights a fire in me and I'm like, absolutely not. No. I'm not done yet. Yeah. And then, so it's like, you know. You need that sometimes. Going. Yeah. You need someone to be like, well, just don't do it. And you're like, what you got to have it's a fan club. Yeah. No. <laughs> in the arts, you have to have a fan club. Yeah. And you have to be your number, your own number one fan too. Was that hard moving away? Was that probably one of the harder parts? Having From no one around me? Like, yeah. Yeah. It was, you don't think about it until you're there on your first day off sitting by yourself. And you're, you're like, like, oh, I can't go to my grandparents' house or I can't go hang out with my cousins or my friends. Like, yeah. I have to rebuild a whole new social life as well. Mm. Um. But that's also exciting, you know? Yeah, you're like, it's that oh, double-edged sword where it's yeah. like, you know, like that ex- you don't get to start all over again very often. Yeah. That's, then- yeah, it's a refreshing – I used that word a lot in my first year. I was like, it feels refreshing. Yeah. So it's like it wasn't until the end of these two years that I was like, I'm craving to come home now. I want to go see my family now. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't love them, but I mean – the people that do take the risk to move overseas or do something as big as this, it's like, you know what you're leaving behind as well. So you sure. can't complain about it. You yeah. Know? You just as have much to do as your it's best. hard, like, yeah. you know. I love my family, but from a very young age, I knew I was going to do something dramatic. And here we are. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> bye. Like, this is me. 10 years old. I'm like, can't wait to move out of my house. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Your mom's like, all right. Mom's like, knew you were going to disappear. Yeah. We already knew it. Because yeah. you've danced since how you were how old? Three wow yeah that's wild because there's not many people that 
like stick with it that long you know like I feel like a lot like I I stopped maybe like just after starting high school and then I know a lot of people that just like they finished out they graduated yeah they stop after high school yeah and they're like yeah cool that's it it's picture it like doing soccer after school or going to swimming lessons like it's, yeah it's the same thing it's just a sport at that age at yeah. that age you're going it's just a sport that I'm doing it's just a good time you know some dancers at the time did more than just dance yeah but for me for some reason I couldn't take my heart and my soul out of it like yeah. I was like to me this is more important than school this is more important than life and that's when I knew it was going to be a career it's yeah. like professional soccer players they play soccer their whole lives yeah I'm sure they started as kids with their parents cheering them (laughs) on on the sidelines like you just know when you start to get good at something how much you want to commit to it and if you want to build a life totally with it but I am at that age now like I'm 27 now and I am at the point where I'm going I do have a lot more freedom in America so I want to try other things whilst doing the brave home of the free (laughs) so it's like i'm actually gonna start brazilian jiu-jitsu when i get back over there um like hiking is becoming a thing for me like doing a lot more adventurous outdoor things just for like for yourself not just yeah just for myself not to pursue it as i'm like i've chosen my career but yeah it hurts to live and breathe the same thing over and over again like dance is my passion for sure but it's like i wake up and i'm like dance like (laughs) no i'm like some days I just want to be like, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. You know? So, Get yeah. To that point. It's just don't let it consume you and then you can stay happy with it. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of good hiking spots in LA. Great. It's the best. It's the- <laughs> I'm like, there's a good sunset from everywhere. There is. I, yeah. That's what I love. I love the sunsets on the beach. Yeah. Like, I know it's the same thing here, but the sunrise, but I just, something about the sun setting yeah, on the, the beach. Yeah, the sunrise here is better. Yeah. The sunset in LA is better. Yes. Nobody's getting up for a sunrise in Los Angeles. Oh, Nobody's no. up in time. <laughs> like shops aren't even open. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Just the like shift of everyday life going yeah. somewhere different like that. I was already a night owl, but I'm extreme night owl now. Yeah. Like I come here and everyone's up at 6am walking down to Cronulla Beach for their coffee. And I'm like, ew. Close the blinds. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 10am is when you get coffee these days. Wow. Was the, is there cool. like, do you have like a crazy LA story? Oh my God. Yes, I have plenty. Are you kidding? It's LA. Please never ask. Um, I, but how crazy, like what's, oh, what's the limit? Know, whatever you want to. I mean, I've got some fun, exciting ones. You know, people always ask me like, who have you met? Or like, what's celebrities That's a celebrity doing me? It's a classic one. Um, I actually was really lucky prior to COVID to work with Baz Luhrmann on the Elvis film. Yes, because I saw you were... This was, I remember this was long ago and I can't remember what, was it the Oscars that you were, you're like uh-huh. a, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they're my crazy, the, my crazy moments is living the Hollywood moments. So it's like, um, unfortunately I wasn't able to be shown in the film because they closed the borders from New South Wales to Queensland at the time of filming. So uh. I was li- living in New South Wales, so I couldn't yeah. make it to filming, but we worked with Baz two months prior to them starting on the workshopping of choreography. We worked with Austin, um, Tom Hanks. Like it was a really cool experience. And I had, I didn't even know how much of a relationship I had created with Baz yeah. until um, his PA is one of my close friends yeah. and they came to LA for the start of award season. Yeah. And his PA reached out to me and was like, Hey, Eloise, I'm here. Like, let's catch up. You can come to the Chateau Mamont. Baz is here. We're just having drinks, whatever. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I'm there. not for the reason for him, but I'll, I'm coming to see my friend, you know? Yeah. And I went there and I saw Baz and I was like, Hey, like, you probably don't remember. He goes, Eloise, I remember. We'd, 
and my friend was oh. like he never forgets a face and I was like yeah and ever since then I don't know what it was it was must have just been an Aussie thing of connecting but he invited myself to all of his parties all of the after parties of award shows um he couldn't make it to the Grammys last year with his ticket so he gave his ticket to me like oh my gosh it's been crazy the amount of um after parties I've gone to at the penthouse of the Chateau Marmont. I've done the Golden Globes, the Oscars. I've met a lot of celebrities. I've seen a lot of things from celebrities (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God. You're like, what is life? We did the Golden Globes after party. um, The recent ones? Last year's one. Not the, I'm, they haven't, not this year. Not this year. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here in Australia. You're here, of course. Of course. (laughs) Um, And there was a moment I was running to the bathroom and Lily James and James Marsden and, uh, What's the Egerton? The Edgerton? Edgerton? Joel? No, the Englishman. The one that plays in The Kingsman. Oh, Taron. Taron. Yeah, Edgerton. Sorry, I was, I was thinking like, Australians. I, I was yeah, like, no, no, no. Lily James, him, and James Marsden were all sitting on the bathroom floor singing. <laughs> like they were just sitting cross legged in their gowns and their suits and they were just singing. And I was like stepping over their legs just to get to the restroom. You're like, sorry, and sorry. I was, like, I was like, big fan, big fan, big fan. Like. <laughs> should have sat down and started singing yeah, with them. It's just what it's were they just singing? A cool experience. Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. Look, we had a couple of champagnes. Fair enough. But um, it's just fun things like that that I've yeah. been allowed to be in spaces where I see celebrities not act like celebrities, and I'm it's like, funny, this right? is so cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's been yeah. I won't get into the nitty gritty details. No, can't share course. all the stuff. But Gotta keep some secrets. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a funny thing. I think working in that industry, though, seeing people that are these like huge celebrities, but you mm-hmm. see them in such a normal environment that it's like those environments. But then also if you work with them, like you're just, you're both at work. It's yeah. And it's, it's so strange. It's you're just so like strange. Yeah. You, I'm it, still yet to have the like, Oh my God, it's so-and-so moment. Like me you see too. it. And then it kind of, that shock disappears really quickly when you just realize, okay, they have a face, two arms, two legs. Like they're just a human. Yeah. Like, and they're, it's usually like, I mean, I'm sure you get the odd, like divas on set oh, yeah. they exist oh but yeah yeah generally everyone's just very like chill and they're there to work and you're there to work and you're like this is great they're, half the time they're just as worried as you are about yeah. how good they are at their job like it's normal it's normal it's so normal i don't know who my someone um asked me once like who would be he was like you don't seem like someone who would like freak out about slowly he's like who, who would, would it be, be and i still don't know if i know the answer yeah, it's hard because you'll say one and then you'll think of somebody else and it's like, yeah. like I met Leonardo DiCaprio. Dead. Before that, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet Leonardo. Yeah. And then I saw him and I didn't. I was like, hey, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, cool. that's kind of it. I feel like it would be a very a situation where it's like the hype yeah. and then it's like, oh wait. I did meet Lisa Marie Presley like four wow. days before she passed. And for me, that was a huge one because my mum grew me up with Elvis yeah and then I worked on the Elvis film like I'm definitely an old soul yeah and so to see a Presley in person wow. in real life like for me that was a pretty starstruck moment yeah to be in the room with the blood of Elvis Presley like it was That's really wild. cool what was your um, role on in the film was it more a choreography side so we we did uh prior to filming so we got taken into a studio with the scaffolding of the sets and everything and yeah. they were building the show on us so we were, I guess right. kind of just the 
to we kind of call block it like out skeleton like, crew. Yeah. Yeah. Blocking out what we like, what, what they like, what they don't like. Um, Baz would come in, film a little moment, show us on camera and say like, okay, that kind of worked or Elise, yeah. I like the way you actually came around here. Let's add that. Let's solidify that. Like yeah. we were the workshop period because when you're filming on set, it's, you get told what to do, copy and paste, you do mm-hmm. it. You don't have time to like no. workshop. Time is big money on film sets exactly so they're not going to have dancers not know what they're doing so that's why they do Uh pre-production and then so we were doing that and then um we were just doing like the christmas special um a couple of private scenes with him with like the karate scene and then the um 60s girls in the pink like we were being different characters for baz so he could like understand what he wanted which was amazing i was gonna say it was cool for you to see that side of filmmaking because i guess filmmaking yeah. comes hand in hand with your industry in a way but yeah. it's still a totally different industry at the end yeah, of the day i'm used to getting on set i'm used to having the sets built El- yeah. right, eloise you're standing here do your thing go that's it i'm not used to doing the pre-production side of thing or the skeleton crew side of where you watch the director sit there and make it happen yeah the film side is he already kind of knows what's happening um so that was a it was a great experience we were at the warner brothers studios in queensland and um, yeah, and then on the last day, Baz came in and he was like, you're all hired. You don't need to audition. We're getting your measurements. I want all of you in the film wow. plus others. And then thank you, COVID. Oh, that's <laughs> such a shame, hey. But everything happens for a reason. Totally. And I'm grateful for the time that I did have with him because I know that we have a connection now in LA as well, which is really, really cool. So yeah. fingers crossed he films something else and he needs some dancers. I mean, he's got to, right? <laughs> yeah. It's Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. Something else is going to happen. But it's, yeah, it's a really cool experience. Yeah, that yeah. was a great film. That was... Yeah, pretty heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It was very Baz. Very Baz. It, I was watching, oh. like, this is very Baz. Yeah. But I really loved it. Like, yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool, like, films like that with those huge dance numbers. I've not... I've yet to work on a film that has something like that. Mm. But I'm always just watching... I watch them and I'm like, wow. I feel like it's coming out more and more often these days. You know, yeah. The Great Showman and then In the Heights, like all the movie musicals, things like yeah. that. Like, well, I saw Mean Girls the other day and I didn't know it was a musical like, yeah. like, like as much as it was. I haven't... Like, I mean, it's Mean Girls the musical, the movie. Like yeah, the musical it, words in there. Not on the... Not really? at the cinema. It's got like a music note in the like mean girls text oh, okay. but it doesn't it's, it's not subtle very, yeah like, it's subtle we want people to come watch it. and i was like whoa i haven't seen it yet but i work a lot with the choreographer car hanagami yeah in la he's a great one he's the super- choreography was amazing it was yeah. uh it wasn't like my cup of tea of a movie i was mm. a little bit like whoa yeah not ex- i think it's also i wasn't expecting it of course yeah. um but i could appreciate like it was a very clever way in which they literally mashed together like a movie and like what a Broadway like musical would be. Mm-hmm. Like that was very clever. Okay. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen yeah, it, so you're making you me want to definitely wanna... watch it. I definitely need to go see it, but it's like the who musical has numbers two are hours of the day to go sit in the cinema these days. <laughs> I need to. Two's a short one, like oh, three hours. I feel like there's what Oppenheimer was three hours. Oh yeah. I wanted to go see Killers of the Flower Moon. I still want to watch okay. that, but I haven't. Three hours. I went and saw Willy Wonka. That was about it. Really. That was a musical too. That, I'm telling you, it's coming <laughs> out. It is. Actors want to be known as triple threats. Yeah. Um, and dancers need more than just backup dancing now too. It's they want to be on film. They want to have longevity and yeah, the film industry. I liked Willy. Really, I liked Wonka. 
It was cool. It was cool. I like the storyline. And Timothy's great. He was great. He's fantastic. I was like, is this you singing? Like, he, yeah. I was like, wow. So cool. Killing it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's good. You didn't want to cross over into the acting. I, I want to try it out. It is actually, legally, it's a different stem of the visa. If I want to be oh, an wow. actress, I have to get an extension on the O1. I see. Um, but TV commercial stuff like that, I can do it and I can yeah. try for it. I mean, it takes a lot to break into the film industry. Yeah. Um, but my agency right now, I'm predominantly focused on the dancing. Mm. So if I needed to, if I really am passionate about crossing that bridge, I think I'd need to get into some courses maybe over there, like yeah. study acting, go Do to some classes, classes every week. Like everyone does that. Big actors still go to their acting classes. So it's just like I train every day. Like I go to the yeah. Red Studio as people see it yes. as. Like, Is that like Millennium? Millennium, and... T-Milly. Yeah. All of the, they're everywhere. Um, I'd have to go to acting classes and yeah. again that's more money out of your pocket it's there's a lot of things to think about and right now my passion is still very much with dance with dance yeah so and if you we'll know that it goes. it's like but a lot of people have brought it up with me they're like interesting even in the states they're like you should try it like I don't know I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how much more I can do uh, it's a whole but different no, thing good. as well like yeah I don't know. Yeah, I've got big respect. I mean, I just oh. – sometimes I get a script to learn for a commercial and I can't even remember four lines. So I'm like, I have a lot of work to do if I want to be in that field. Yeah. But it's cool. It's the, the it's it's there if you want it. Yeah. You know, the opportunities are endless. <laughs> endless in, in LA. Yeah. They're never ending. I know. Exactly. That's oh, fun. What would, you, what would your advice be for any young dancers who want to chase – I know there's advice scattered throughout, mm. but – um, I guess if you had any hard advice for dancers who wanted to chase kind of the same route that you've done. Yeah, I would, um, I would say establish yourself in your home country first, mm-hmm. make sure you have a good foundation and a strong foundation of being recognized from wherever you're from first so that you can always come back to something because a visa doesn't last forever, you know, unless mm-hmm. you're marrying somebody or you're getting your green card or whatever. Yeah. It's a three year period like look at me now it's like I chose to come home I had to come home because it was ending so it's make sure you've got a good foundation that is stable for you before you leave Mm -hmm. um and also prepare yourself for the worst (laughs) know that it's not going to be all glamorous you know it's financially going to be hard mentally it's going to be hard it can be lonely at times Mm -hmm. um in the most respectable way create a thick skin for yourself yep People aren't always the nicest. You need to learn to love rejection. You need to learn to have people criticize your image and you can't take it personally. You just can't. So if if somebody gets affected by that stuff, I'd say try it out if you want, but know that it might not be for you. Yeah. Because it is, it's hard to get hit on the chest so many times. For sure. I spoke, I had a friend, uh, Travis, on who's an actor a Mm. few episodes ago, but he was saying that as well. Like sometimes, you know, it's not you. They're just looking for a very specific thing and you're not that. Yes, sometimes they don't look at you as a person. No, they're just like. They just look at the body. Meeting requirements. Like, no, like, oh, we want someone with brown hair. The the amount of times I've been cut for my height and my hair has been ridiculous. Like I'm like. 
they go, oh, we need five six. I'm going, I'm five seven. Like I can be five six if you need me to be. Like I can hunch a little. Oh, it's a slouch. Or they say, oh, you're blonde, and I'm going, I've dyed my hair before. I'll dye it again. Yeah. And it's not. I'm not saying it like I'm desperate for the job. No, but I'm it's... saying it like I know it's the nature of the game. It's yeah. part of me that you part of the job that you need me to be an image mm. but then you know if they don't say yes to that and agree to that it's because it's something else it's, it's a yeah. vibe it's a they're just going it's not the right fit so instead of getting mad I and I won't lie I've been mad at that before the amount mm. of times you leave and, and you question yourself and your identity and your ego gets hurt like your self-esteem gets lower like it's all natural yeah so you do have to have the thick skin to train yourself to go okay it's not for me because if you're talented, if you have the right work ethic, if you're kind, if you're humble, if you're selfless, the work will come. Yeah. The job will present itself to you. You can't just sit there and wait. <laughs> you keep working your ass off. But you say, okay, great, have a day. Have a great day to that person. Or no worries, thank you for at least telling me mm. that it was my hair colour. Because half the time you don't even know. They and just cut the you and you leave the room. So if you're telling me it's my hair colour, I'll take it. Yeah. It means you care to tell me enough. Sure. So it's just trying to find the positive and then just stay afloat. Yeah. Like a duck. Yeah. You've got the crazy feet underneath, but you're so calm on the top. Like, it's very much like it's all fine. That's, oh my God, I yeah. love that. I've never heard that, but that's. Yeah, I'm a duck. <laughs> Spirit animal duck. Spirit animal duck. I love that. That's the best. Watch me get a duck tattoo now. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. People can ask for the meaning. You're like, yeah. well, it's actually very deep. Yeah. <laughs> Deeper than you think. That's the best. But that would be my advice is just understand yourself as a human first yeah. and, and be prepared. Yeah. Be ready. <laughs> be ready. Be ready for the hurricane because oh, she's coming. It's yeah. part of it. It's yeah. all part of it. Exactly. We, well, we, I always end up saying we and we're like, me. It's me. <laughs> Every you, time. It's all about you, babe. We, I, I usually wrap out on the same question yep. with everyone. Okay, cool. If there was something that you wish people, people to knew understand. or better understood about okay. your industry or what you do, what um, would it be? I think people know this, but they won't. I, that was quick. I already knew it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I think people know this, but they don't admit it. Our industry is fake. Our industry is completely fake. Everything is man-made, manufactured, and I'm not talking about materialistically, even people's mindsets. It's easy to be fake. So yeah. I think I would just, yeah. What would I want people to understand about that? To maybe be patient with the arts, be patient with the people in the arts of – um, why we are so passionate about what we do mm. and desperate to keep the arts alive is because deep down it's very much an individual story we are all trying to portray. Yeah. We are very much trying to be ourselves in an industry that needs us to be other people. So, yeah, people just know that people in the arts are a little bit cuckoo for the best reasons <laughs> for the best reasons yeah we will bring joy to everyone <laughs> that's so good though that's such a good point like it's yeah. in an industry where you're you spend your whole time generally like portraying something else or yep. being what someone's telling you to be even writers you know they can write from the heart and what they want something to be like but there will be somebody else to tell them no that doesn't fit the mold or we have to change this line yeah and people don't understand how much the little things can affect us mm. so it's just like give us a break sometimes we can't break out of character quick enough yeah you know that's awesome yeah well Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. It's been great. It's I been like great chatting. I like a little chat about it. Cool. We love, yeah. yeah. And I think it's nice for people to to hear. I mean, that's the whole point of this. People hear just 
perspective on things that they don't really know a lot about and maybe yeah maybe be a bit more like have a bit more grace towards it you know yeah you also just don't have to be shy to talk about what you do and yeah shit's hard sometimes full <laughs> stop you know full stop <laughs> yeah you I, where yeah. can everyone follow along um, you can follow me. My biggest platform is Instagram, yep. Eloise underscore Harpus. That's basically the work portfolio. Nice. I am on TikTok, Eloise Christina. I do love seeing your TikToks. Yeah, pop, my TikToks are up. a little bit more unhinged than my Instagram. <laughs> As is so with TikTok. Yeah, I, I feel a little safer on TikTok to speak more openly Yeah, because it is a speaking platform too. Yeah. So that's fun to be that person and more authentic on that. And then not that I'm not authentic on my Instagram, but you do get it's booked from Instagram. So it's more personal on TikTok and a bit of a mixture of work and play on Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, they're probably my two biggest platforms. So. Amazing. All right. Thanks. Have fun. Yeah, go check <laughs> have it out. Laugh. <laughs>